0: So if you start giving and including tidbits of that element, people start to understand, wow, I'm seeing a change. And that change is only happening in two days, four days, five days. Imagine what it would be in six months to a year. To me, that's how you kind of move the needle.
1: Do you want to know the easiest way to sell? is to prove that you know what you're talking about before you even try and sell. How do you do this? You do it through events. Things like speaking engagements on stages, webinars, workshops. That is where your money can be made. That is the easiest way to sell to an audience of cold prospects and bring them from just getting to know you exist to ready to buy from you within 30 minutes. I'm Sarah Noah block and this is Tiny Marketing. Today, I'm talking to my friend, Erica Maurer. Erica is a veteran in the events world. She is an entrepreneur, owner, and event producer, coach, and speaker. She graduated from Tufts undergraduate and received her master's from Columbia. She's the partner at EMRG Media, a leading events marketing and production creative agency, and she's a badass. She created the Event Planner Expo, and she is here with me today to talk about that event, but also how you can use events to sell to your ideal customer. I'm telling you, events are the only way to get in front of a captive audience of your ideal buyers and explain exactly why they should buy from you. All of this is done in a non-salesy, non-icky way. It's done through education. So stick around and be a fly on the wall with my conversation with Erica can you introduce yourself?
0: Hi, my name is Erica Mauer. I'm the founder at EMRG Media, a leading events company, full service event production and marketing and talent agency. We're also the producers of the Event Planner Expo, which is the largest trade show for the events, marketing, and hospitality industry um, going into its 11th year. And, <laughs> and there's
1: more. <laughs> well, Today, we're going to be talking about how businesses can use events to fill their pipeline. This is really the only way that I know how to sell because I am absolutely terrible. I hate selling. I hate it so much. But I can get behind it when it comes to events because if I'm on a stage, for example, or I'm teaching at a workshop, that's doing a lot of the work for me. I'm already showing you what I know and that acts as like the full sales funnel by the end of the talk or the workshop or whatever it is. I'm able to sell a lot easier because I've already proven that I know what I'm talking about. So in your experience, how have you found other entrepreneurs using events to to sell?
0: So that's a good question. I think that most people use it by showing social proof. So for example, like we've been around for 20 years And over the years, we grow, right, with doing different events. But how do we grow? It's by servicing more people. It's for um, being more present. So like being on social media, being um, out there in different channels so people can see your work. I think showing people that this is what you do, these are your results, these are the pictures, these are the outcome, here are testimonials. That is a great way of showing social proof and allowing people to understand that they can you know, work with you and they can trust you and that your outcome is going to be great.
1: So when you're talking about the case studies and photos from different things that you've done, would this be on social media or would this
0: be during the event? Well, you're going to take everything that you've done for an event. So let's say, for example, like last night we produced an event at the Hard Rock Hotel. So we had a videographer, we had obviously a a photographer, and then guests were taking pictures. So that's going to show social proof that the event was a success. It's going to hit different people's channels. And then we can use that post the event to show the capabilities that we have. When you're doing an event, you're kind of already in the mix, yeah. right? So people aren't going to be like, oh, that looks good or that looks bad at that time. You kind of had to have already earned their trust. But you can get new clients from seeing you know, the results that you have during the event because if someone has a great time. Then they're going to come and say, oh, who produced that event for you? I would love to work with them. So there are multiple ways of generating that.
1: Yeah. So you're doing the Event Planner Expo. And from the perspective of entrepreneurs or coaches, people who want to get on more stages to be able to build that trust and all that, how can they get booked more?
0: Well, they're going to have to have a good sizzle reel. They're going to have to have like a good deck to introduce who they are, what they've done, show social proof, give some history of, you know, why someone should take them on the stage versus somebody else. And then also just a likability, right? People want to, you know, incorporate people that they think have value that are going to extend into other networks. So I think a combination of that and being willing to share, right? Like if if I'm on your show and I'm saying to you, okay, I'm going to share this content post, that's going to give me a little bit of a value as long as my credentials match up with everyone else's.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Let's say they have spoken at events, but they don't have a sizzle reel yet. None of the events had videography. What is something that they could do that would show you that they're a good speaker?
0: Well, even if they had a picture and then a clip speaking live at the event's Planner Expo spoke about the power of strategic partnering, you know, 2021, and then maybe it says, like, spoke at this conference in 2022. Obviously, you can build social proof, not necessarily always from a sizzle reel, but just from showing stats, right? Numbers don't lie. If you're being called back repeatedly to different, you know, podcasts or events or stages or even like, you know, panel discussions, right? it's showing that you're providing value and for that people will believe or, you know, express the interest in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So proof that one, you'll help promote the event <laughs> that will, that will help you. will You'll get more tickets sold by being a speaker there. And two, that social proof that works for building up your customer base through speaking it also works through being able to book more speaking engagements by you know showing i spoke at this event and it was a packed house <laughs> all the seats were taken <laughs> or something along those lines now if they are let's say someone is putting together a workshop for an event What is the best way to move that audience to more of a sales relationship?
0: So you need to kind of show people. So uh, in addition to being a partner in EMRG and producing the Event Planner Expo, we actually coach myself and Jessica for my team. We actually coach women entrepreneurs and we help them kind of grow their business, right? So we always talk about like, how do you convert someone from being in the audience to basically saying, okay, I want to continue on this journey with you, right? You have, to, Yeah, that's the, the hardest, hardest part. part. So <laughs> what's important is to obviously show that you have knowledge, you have to be relatable, but then you also have to like get people to believe and recognize that you're going to help them get out of the pain that they're in, right? So I'm stuck and let's just say I'm a five-figure earner. I want to get to be six figures, but I can't get past that. Okay, well, if I can show them that I'm an eight figure earner and I can show them that I at one point was a literally no figure earner, right? Because we all somewhere. Yeah. And I can explain <laughs> the journey and they can believe that that journey is something that they could also do. That's how you convert into, you know, just being in the audience to kind of buying, right? Showing that the pain that they're in is greater than where you're going to take them, right? On the journey. And then also recognizing that, you know, Sometimes people don't realize that they've been stuck in that situation for a year or two years or three years, sometimes 10 years. And so if you can show them that year after year trying to do it on their own, they're not getting anywhere because they're still in the same spot, then they're gonna, there's going to be a shift. Okay, well, I'm trying it on my own. It's not working. What do I have to lose to try to do it for X dollars, right? Because all I'm losing is my time. And you can't get back time. So it's the time and money evaluation that I think really helps you switch over to earning the trust, letting people believe they want to go with you, but also simultaneously giving them tangible facts that they're learning along the way. So if you're teaching someone, some days it's a one day conference. Sometimes, you know, we've done stuff where it's like a seven, 12 day conference. And each day you're going to have to have that person leaving with an actual skill set, right? teaching them you know, three steps to how to increase your social media. That's tangible that someone can leave with and try it and see results instantly. So if you start giving and including tidbits of that element, people start to understand, wow, I'm seeing a change. And that change is only happening in two days, four days, five yeah. days. Imagine what it would be in six months to a year. To me, that's how you kind of move the needle.
1: Yes. So what I'm hearing is in the talk or the workshop, you need to address the challenge that they are most likely experiencing and you need to give them some sort of mini transformation. Like this is a little tweak that you can make that will move the needle on your problem, but just a tweak because (laughs) working with you (laughs) will get them the rest of the way. Is that correct?
0: Exactly because at the end of the day people are coming and they might be stuck or they're in a bad position and they know that they need help because they wouldn't be in the workshop, right? They wouldn't be there just they everything's good, great. So they know that there's some value. So how do you relate to them to show that that value can help them? Now obviously, not everyone's your ideal client. So you don't want everybody because they're not going to be the perfect people. But majority are going to be and they're showing up for a reason and so focusing on that element and then showing them those little takeaways so that they can start to believe that change is possible.
1: Yeah. Okay. So let's walk through this. We are putting together our workshop. You start with the challenge that your audience most likely has. You give them the steps to have a little transformation in there. Now your talk is over. How do you get them to take action? in that moment. So they go from sitting in that audience to signing up for your next thing.
0: So there's a couple different ways. There's one where you can do like fast action takers, where whoever signs up the first 50 are going to get bonused in, let's say a one-on-one intake call or a strategy session, right? So people like to take action if they get more value. So that's one option. The other option is, you know, when you're doing it, you could do like a bundle so let's say, for example, um, oftentimes when we do our program, like we'll include ha- like having kind of like, like, you know, who Sh- I don't know if you know who Sharon Lecter is, or she like wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad. She's like, oh, you know, yes, person. I know that book. <laughs> and she, she has like, you know, she's best selling author and she's really amazing. So we might say, you know, if you sign up for this program, you'll also get a masterclass with her. And so kind of giving added value is a good way, but ultimately. People are going to see the offer. You're going to give them a time frame. You're going to tell them you have 24 hours or you have 48 hours, you know, and then the offer is going to go away. The other option that we've done a lot is we call it like a family session reunion. So you do this and you say, for those of you who are interested, you know, a lot of times you could do like an application where people can fill an application. You can assess it because you just want to make sure that the client is the correct audience good fit. So oftentimes we'll do an application process and we'll say, you have to fill this out and there's two tiers. There's a higher tier and a lower tier. We have to divide them into what we think would be best for them and make sure that those are the people that should continue on, right? Because like I said, not everyone can do it. And then do a bonus session. So basically come back on and kind of like answer questions, give some additional value, provide some golden nuggets. Those things will also help move the needle. And those are some different strategies and ways to convert from having someone in an audience and just saying hi thanks for you know nice meeting you and then leaving versus I want to learn more I want to grow with you.
1: Those are two good takeaways that I want to highlight for everybody is bonuses and having that FOMO. With the countdown, like this is how long this bonus is available after that. It's not, and don't make it fake. Like it actually needs to not be available after that. (laughs) Exactly. Cool. So next question I have around this is what if you are doing an event and a lot of times when you are a speaker somewhere, they have a contract and you're not allowed to sell from the stage. Or something like that. What do they do then?
0: So when you're not allowed to stay up, sell from the stage, and that's often, right? Because
1: Yeah, it's like a hundred percent of the time pretty much.
0: <laughs> so, like, you know, for example, like we did our conference last year, we had Jesse Itzler and Mel Robbins, like they weren't selling from the stage. They were providing content and they were providing value. So typically in those kinds of situations, you're going to have typically like a presentation behind you, or you know, maybe in the bottom of like, you know, if it's a virtual and you're putting it in you know, like, a you know, here, it might say like your call to action. So it could be like, hey, you know, if you liked hearing what I had to share, thank you so much for your time, like follow me at and then just give your social media. A lot of times that's a way of continuation or to give a free offer, right? What is something that you can offer to the audience that they're going to receive that they're going to want to use, but then it's going to go into an opt-in page. And then the opt-in page is going to allow you to connect, you know, we connect with each other. And then you have the opportunity of selling me or I have the opportunity of selling you and continuing that relationship.
1: Yeah, I was on someone else's podcast recently and they were telling me about an event that they were speaking at and as usual there was a no selling clause in their contract. So, he was telling me that at the end of it, you know, it was mm, I don't know, 40-minute presentation. So at the end of it, he offered a masterclass, a live masterclass to continue this conversation and give them a new transformation what the next step would be if they attended. And then there was the QR on there. And he ended up getting like a 70% close rate from doing it that way, especially if you can connect it to the talk that you're giving at the event and then like expanding it a little bit further with that. And if you can get them to attend live, it's even easier to be able to convert them in the end because you can have those live conversations with them where you're addressing objections right there in the moment.
0: No, I mean, that's that's a great example because you can continue on. Like Jesse, for example, Itzler, he had come out with this, like he has like this calendar now that he does. It's like a workout calendar. And so he was like, if you want a copy of my calendar, go to QR code, right? And then audience QR codes it, whether they redeem it or not, maybe they don't. But at the end of the day, you're getting getting the data. You're getting the data from the audience and that's what you want to do because then you have the opportunity of continuing to share.
1: Yeah. As soon as you get that email, then you can move them over to that sales sequence and convert them, build that pipeline. And really, I mean, when it comes down to it, just getting those emails is building your pipeline of people that if, if they're not ready to buy right now, they might be six months from now, but they're on your list and they'll think of you.
0: Yeah, especially when you think about like the cost of ads and, you know, what a customer acquisition is these days for like spending to buy, you know. So that's always a great way. That's why speaking on stages is really valuable for people's businesses, you know, even if it's just getting the company name out there, right? But getting in front of those audiences.
1: Yeah, it's brand awareness with your ideal customer. And when you're speaking at an event, usually that event has like a audience profile of who typically attends that event. So it becomes really, really easy to get in front of your ideal customer because you can just research that event. Yes. Who is their ideal customer? Exactly. And then
0: you just literally, you know, was one too many, right? 3,000 people, 5,000, 1,000 people. Yeah. I mean, you can't really do that often. So that's that's a great way. No.
1: Yeah. And when you're speaking live, it's so much easier to build that relationship with them. I love it. Is there anything else that the audience should know about filling their pipeline when it comes to events?
0: Well, I mean, I think just being very like omnipresent, and you know, I say that. I think I mentioned it before. Is that you want to be showing your work? You want to be like out there letting people see what you're doing, and you also want to tag your partners. So if you're doing something on social. Like, who was the florist? Who was the caterer? What was the venue? you know, who are the activations and stuff, because they'll also reshare it. So it's the same concept, right? You're live on an audience, but if you're tagging your partners, they also are going to be like wanting the recognition and they're excited to share. So to me, that's also a good way of accomplishing that.
1: Yes, that is so smart. And just a little bonus on top of that, when other event managers and um, like program directors are seeing that because of they're probably in the same network, mm-hmm. then they're more likely to also ask you to speak on their stages exactly. more social proof. It's
0: amplified, It's amplified, and that's what that's what it's all about. you know, is amplifying your voice,
1: yeah, all right. before we wrap up, can you tell me about your event coming up, and I think you have a special promo code for everybody?
0: Yes, I'd love to. so. Our company produces the Event Planner Expo. It's the largest trade show for the events, marketing, and hospitality industry. It basically brings like the, the who's who of the industry together, you know, some of the best new, you know, creators and so forth. And so it's a three-day event. We do like a networking event. We do um, an education day. We have our keynote speaker is Gary Vaynerchuk. Many people love him. He's a great marketer. We also have Marcy Blum, who's like a leading planner. And then we do panel discussions. So we bring together leading experts to talk about like these kinds of strategies, right? Marketing, sales, event trends, tech—all of those things—and again, bringing the community together. And then the next day, we do our trade show. Our trade show is comprised of like 150 of the top vendors from all over the country. People fly in from other countries. People fly in from all over the city. We're based in New York, so they get to see like what's coming up. What are the trends? Who do I want to get to know? Who do I want to network with? And just leave with not only a sense of community, but, you know, stacks of new people for your Rolodex and new relationships. Because at the end of the day, in order to grow, you need to have partners and you need to be able to lean on different people. And that's what this event is all about. It's about new business. And just, you know, sometimes people just want to learn, right? So it encompasses all of that. And then, you know, we close out with like a really cool, fun closing after party, which is really fun. And so it's a three-day immersive experience. You don't have to come to all three days, but you can um, because that gets you the most out of it. And, you know, we wanted to share with your audience for being, you know, obviously affiliated with you, a special promo code, which is basically 30% off. It goes on any ticket that you want, whether it's the top of the line or just a one-day ticket. And the code is actually called Gary, after Gary Vaynerchuk. And you could just type that in and it basically discounts it and you would go to the event planner expo dot com which is our website and you can even connect with us on instagram if you want to find out more about the event at the event planner expo
1: awesome and you said it's in new york
0: it's in new york october 10th through the 12th and uh, we do have hotel blocks so if people are flying in they don't have to feel like they have to pay the full price they can go and they can pick a hotel that they like based off of our you know referrals
1: Boom. All right, everybody. I will have this in the show notes page. So you can grab that promo code. Thank you so much for joining me.
0: Yes. Thank you for having me, Sarah.
1: Where do you hang out on social? Just so anyone knows where they can
0: follow you. Yeah. If you want to follow us at the Event Planner Expo, um, I check that all the time.
1: All right. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Erica and you're quickly scribbling down all of your ideas of the events that you want to attend and you want to start pitching to get more speaking engagements. Now, for reference, you don't need to pitch other places. You don't need to pitch event planners, education program managers to get in front of a stage. You can do this all on your own. It's well within your control just by putting on a webinar or a workshop or hosting a meetup, or going to Eventbrite and putting together your own event. You can partner up with a co-working space. This strategy that we talked about today is well within your grasp to have complete control over. You don't have to pitch and hope that you get on a stage. It's a great way to get on a stage. They already have an audience, but you can do it all on your own too. So your homework today is to come up with your topic what is going to be your core topic for speaking engagements and build out a a pitch. Now, you can use this to pitch those other events, but you can also use this pitch as a landing page for your future events. Speaking of events, I'm hosting a brand messaging workshop. It's totally free. It's on October 2nd, if you're listening to this before October 2nd and I'd love for you to attend. We have the link down below in the show description, and but you could also go to tinymarketing.me slash workshop to attend. It's live and by the end of the session, you'll have your own brand messaging plan on a page, not too shabby. You can also book a time to go over that plan with me one-on-one. Yeah, me, no one else, just me. <laughs> So please go on down to the show notes page and sign up for that workshop. I'd love to meet some of my listeners. And remember, do that homework. Start thinking about your core topic for speaking engagements and build out that pitch because you're a badass. It's easy for you to sell. We're doing some manifestation right now. And when you get on a stage, whether it's virtual or in person, people want to buy from you. And I love you. (laughs) I'll see you next time.